Hello, Sunnyside Up family. Welcome to another week, another episode, and we are excited to bring you the second part of our conversation with Bethany Bell on the topic on being single. We hope you enjoyed tuning in last week. If you haven't heard the first part, now would be a great time to click pause and head back and have a listen and then jump back on here. Some exciting and wonderful stuff there, but please join us now as we listen to the conclusion um, of our conversation with Bethany Bell. I hope you enjoy it. One of the other questions I've got here is, does being content mean that I'm giving up my desire to be married and to find love? Ooh, don't we love questions about contentment? Hello. Yikes. Yep, would you guys say at the moment that you feel content? I mean, if we're talking on a scale, I guess I could. (laughs) (laughs) On a scale? I give it like a... (laughs) Like 100. I mean, I'd say... (laughs) Gosh, where would I be on there? Maybe like 60%, so definitely (laughs) over halfway. But like obviously, you know, a lot comes after you get married. So there's a lot of things that I desire that comes post-marriage, like children. But I could always adopt as a single woman, but that's another conversation entirely. (laughs) What about you, Nance? I feel like it's like, yeah, if you're using a scale, it's like a, it goes up and down depending on the day and the circumstance <laughs> and how you're feeling. Like today, yeah. I've, you know, I've exercised, I've ate healthy, I've had connection with people. So I'm feeling really good. So I feel yeah. content. But like you were saying before, if I haven't connected, if I haven't taken care of myself, then I'm like, um, uh, like I, I, why am I single? <laughs> I'm never going to get married. <laughs> yeah. I love that we can laugh knowingly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually think the answer to this question is yes and no. (laughs) So I think it's a yes because there have um, definitely in my life been seasons where I know someone wasn't going to come into it. Like God's Mm. priority was actually on other things. And this is actually in my book as well. Um, that there, I remember this has been a few times. I mean, when I was in Bible college, I was quite young at the time, but I just knew I wasn't going to date until I finished. Mm. And then I remember another season where I knew God wanted to restore something in me. Um, and so I, yeah, was just like, yeah, I know it's not going to happen until that is more restored. Again, you can read my book for the story. <laughs> um, but then, so it's like, a yes, it's like actually, yeah, sometimes you have to lay it down. Sometimes it means yeah. like setting aside that hope and shelving it for time. But I think generally, it means it's no, like you can hold hope and contentment together so beautifully. And, uh, mm. I think at the end of the day, like contentment is a state of happiness and that my friends is a choice. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I don't want to live a life where my happiness and fulfillment is dependent upon a person. Like how limiting yeah. is that? Yeah. Like that yeah. is so limiting. And so there's definitely a place where we can do that. And the reality is, is there's, again, addressed in my book that, that there are many seasons in life where we have to balance that. Unlike, it's not just singleness. It might be that there are women and maybe you're even listening and you want to have a baby and you're married and it's not happening, you know, or maybe um, you're a guy and you're really looking, wanting to get a promotion or do another job and you have to kind of keep going and hold out hope while choosing to be content. And so it's a, it's actually a life lesson that we need to cultivate that I think starts with being grateful. 
If you can be grateful for the things in your life and be grateful for where you're at and see the good, see how it is a gift at this season, even though it can be hard, then that is a great, great starting point. Yeah, it's so good. That reminds me of my favorite quote, which I hear all the time when I listen to like single um, sermons on YouTube, like the grass isn't greener on the other side, the grass is greener where you water it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it's that. True, it's true. It is true. And like God doesn't promise like us that we will be married like I mean mm. I don't have a specific promise from God that I will get married one day that's a really good point though. so why would I like not be content like I just want to be living for Jesus yeah if I get married it's a gift like it's a blessing <laughs> it's funny how our minds work because if you don't have the option of something you automatically go into <laughs> I'm like, okay, what chart am I going to adopt? What anyway. <laughs> am I going to move to? Like, am I going to be a missionary? You know how you – it, It's just you jump at your like, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah Which is why I think God is kind in that he doesn't so always reveal everything about our mm. lives and when everything is going to unfold and happen because mm. he knows left to our own devices we might do something <laughs> a bit crazy. I mean, I might just jump on a plane and go to Africa and adopt a child, but, you know – um, maybe I should. <laughs> Neck minute, then gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Um, yeah, I think even as you grow up, there's, I still remember, I think I was like 23 or 25 and thinking at that particular age, it was all going to happen. It was all going to transpire. Mm. But the longer that I live, yeah. the more I realize life is not fully in my control in that there are some mm. things that are so sovereign to God. And if we're willing mm. to wait, to be obedient, to mm. just lean into him, like when it does happen, it's going to be so worth it. I don't remember where I heard it, but someone said that whenever there's a weight on God's promises, just cash it in as an investment. Like God's making that thing <laughs> even better. And I was like, you know what? I want the best investment there is. So yeah, keep that weight coming. <laughs> <laughs> I waited 30 years. This investment's going to be so good. Yeah. It's coming back with good returns. It I like is. It. <laughs> I mean, it's back on God. He's working this thing yeah. out, and it's gonna be good. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. And I don't know. I don't know if this is something you address in your book, but it's just something I thought of. But I think we need to like change our language around singleness yeah. because mm. there is power in your words, and the Bible tells mm. us this. So if we're actually declaring out all this negative stuff. There is no one. We probably won't meet anyone. Mm. If we're honest, but just being aware of our words. So I've, mm. that's something that I am probably currently walking out is just being aware that my words are powerful and it's so easy mm-hmm. to to dive into that hole of despair yeah and the more you speak about it the big the bigger that hole gets and you're like how did I even yeah. get in here it's like horrible and dark mm. but yeah just being weary of our words I think that that's just mm-hmm. something I thought of just now I think it's important because yeah I think we put ourselves in our own sort of like confines like there's no one we've automatically closed the door even to people you know around us I think I really like this point because I'm a big fan of speaking what is actually true it's being aware of our words as well in the sense of like speaking life over people speaking life over Mm. their future and really seeing people that they they do have value and if I choose not to choose them that's actually 100% okay yeah um but even just being real and then having people go actually you're right you know actually yeah there's some great girls that I know and again you don't have to choose them or there's some great guys. And so I think you can talk yourself into something like there's no one that's actually, well, that's not even true. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think yeah. Maybe for some of our listeners, we you just need to go back to 
just even the basics, like just change the language that maybe you've been speaking over this area of your life. And it can be hard. It can be really discouraging. Mm. But yeah, just knowing that when we do speak those words, it it does affect us. It does affect our perspective on things. And maybe Mm. it's just a change of thought or Mm. what you're um, speaking out that may bring some fresh life into Mm. that area of your life going, oh, actually, there are other single people out there. I think that's really empowering too because like when I – like I know a lot of single guys and I often go, oh, well, you know, are they a potential? (laughs) (laughs) Every girl's question or every single person's question, yeah. But like, you know, because I've got a little list and it's like, oh, well, you know, it's empowering (laughs) to be able to go, well, that guy doesn't quite meet, (laughs) you know – not that it's not that you have to be perfect. your criteria. Yeah, like he maybe he's just not on as fire for God as as I want, and so it's just be like, well, okay, I don't discount him as a person. I'd no, still love right. to be a friend and and you know walk through singleness together. But just like, yeah, cool. I'm making a choice to be single because I've got standards and I want the best, which is what you were saying before, Jen. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe you just don't happen to like them. They might be on fire or something, but you just yeah, like, I don't it. gel. The that's other thing we've got to be true. careful with our language is not to um, sell yourself short or cut off options that mm. may it just may not be the right time or mm. yeah. um, they haven't you know you just haven't thought like like that and then suddenly you know two years in you're like mm. oh my goodness like um, yeah. So I think too is is not again making those blanket statements is you know valuing all people whether or not mm. you would choose them or not. I'm just thinking like there's a real heart in me for people to rise up and see singleness as something that is like fulfilling and and inspiring Mm. and you know isn't on the lookout all the time how do you feel Mm. like that can be cultivated in people's lives and even in in ministry life overall as well yeah I mean something I've seen time and time again when people are just running after God with all that they've got and that like their hunger and their pursuit is just Mm. God entirely they are like the most beautiful, passionate, mm. wonderful people to be around and so mm. fulfilled and they're able to connect with people in a way. And I know there have been times in my life where, like, I've just been pressing in and it's like it's so easy to love the people around me, guys, girls, whoever mm. they are. And mm. I don't know that I've experienced that at any other time in my life than when I've really been pressed in and I'm also in a community that's also pressed in to God. There's something about that exchange. Like when your love for God is just like, it's just, you know, flowing Mm. out of you, Mm. you know, everything falls into place and all those like insecurities and all that stuff Mm. just falls away. So, I mean, my heart and what I've seen is just like, yeah, when our focus is on, the one who is the one, like all those things mm. fall into place. I don't know why that is the so case, good. but I think God designed us to to be in that beautiful communion with him. Mm. And his word says, like, if you seek first my kingdom, all these things will be added unto you. Yeah, so it's like right. everything else yeah. takes care of itself. So in a real simple way, like that's probably the best way I've seen a culture mm. of just honoring mm. and, yeah, just coming into that healthy mindset of life of relationships of yeah like mm. flourishing community yeah, it's yeah. Great. It's i love that i love that you said like 
like God is the one, like because you know you, you think like, oh, is there a one person for me to marry? But like, I'm like, Jesus is my one. Like, <laughs> yeah. he is. He is yeah. what I'm gonna be chasing my whole life because mm. he is so so good, and he's better than any person could ever be. Yeah. And it's like you're saying, like when I have laid my life down for Jesus, and I've just you know in whatever I've been doing, people have responded to that. And I'm always really surprised that they're like, wow, like, you know, you have such a heart for Jesus. I'm like, well, yeah, like, <laughs> I do. But why not? <laughs> yeah, there's and something really attractive about it. Yeah, I don't know. That That's the only thing I'll ever be fulfilled being single is Jesus. Like, come yeah. on. Can you see, though, that they, the answer to the question is not actually to do with relationships? And so I think that's the thing is like if when we're single, if you put a, such a huge focus on it, it actually mm. detracts from your experience. Like it detracts yeah. from, um, you know, I'm single, I'm just waiting, I'm just doing this. It's like why? why? Like mm. just live your life. Like just yeah, love your so life. Good. And I think, you know, when your focus is on, mm. is on Christ or is on building good community and all of those things that mm. like, again, you just are grateful for what's in front of you rather than, you know, mm. constantly looking, constantly looking, which yeah. I think single people can get caught up in. Um, mm. And so, yeah, I mean, kudos to you girls because I think you're both incredibly talented, good-looking, beautiful single <laughs> women <laughs> and, uh, you know, living inspiring lives and kicking goals and both incredibly mm. gifted. And so it's just beautiful to see people that are owning their life and, yeah, showing mm. people that Jesus matters more. Yeah, so good. As we, like, wrap up the episode today, Beth, what would be one thing that you would just tell our listeners and particularly our single listeners (laughs) that are tuning in, just, like, one takeaway encouragement for where they're at or a little piece of advice that was just, like, gold for you in this season and even as you wrote the book, Mm -hmm. what would be one thing that you would say? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. Um, I think this is a reflection of my story, but to know that you are first and foremost loved by God and that having someone else love you is not a remedy for loneliness. It's not a remedy for a good Mm. life. Um, There's hard things and marriages, Mm. as my boss used to say, my old boss, it's the greatest discipleship path uh, known to men. (laughs) So it's, um, it's not all the roses. And so I think is knowing that no matter what, whether you're single, whether you're dating, whether you're Mm. married or separated, whatever your story is, is that your love and your Mm. value is crowned on you by the King of heaven and no one, no one can change it. No one can shift it. And if you can live that out, you will live fulfilled and any person that comes Mm. into your world will be blessed. Couldn't have said it better, Master. Yeah. (laughs) Quote that. Well, thank you so much, friend Bethany. Oh, thanks for having me, girls. So much fun. It was. It was. So good. um, So, we are going to post a link on our Insta to your book um, where you can buy that. Um, And then, yeah, we will see you all next time, Sunny Side Up family. Thanks for joining the three of us this time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me, too. You're welcome back anytime. Yay!